Hello and welcome to The Point SDSU. My name is Nate Tubbs, alongside me is Jack Powers, and welcome to another installment where we bring you everything SDSU sports related. Today we're staying on theme, we're sticking with basketball and baseball, that's where all the eventful stuff is happening, that's where the intrigue is. Jack, basketball is really heating up as the season is drawing to a close. We got the tournament coming up, so we got a couple games to talk about, and we got some uh, upcoming action as well. Yeah, uh, SDSU for sure took care of business this past week, handling Fresno State, and then taking care of business versus San Jose State. Maybe it wasn't the greatest win; they didn't run away with it. But that's not SDSU basketball. They they don't necessarily run away with games. I think the spread on the San Jose State game was twenty one and a half. They were never going to do that. That's not SDSU basketball. But they did what they needed to do, and they got the wins at the end of the day. Now looking ahead, now they, this is when they really got to finish that final stretch out. They have a tough game against UNLV, not this weekend, but coming up in the during the weekday. So that's going to be a tough one. UNLV is one of those teams that's sitting there going, we have a possibility to make March Madness here. Can we can we get there? They're gonna they're gonna be hungry for a dub. Absolutely. And they're one of those teams who we've talked about week by week as a team that you cannot underestimate. And at this point in the season, like you said, they are their backs are against the wall. And if they want to keep their tournament hopes alive or just get some momentum going into the Mountain West tournament, this is a game that they're they're going to win. SDSU, obviously, with their national championship run last year, has had the target on their backs all year. And I think that's why primarily teams like Utah State have taken that as an opportunity oh of course and like you did last week you called UNLV beating Colorado State on the point podcast UNLV serious they're serious yes um yes, it's going to be hard for SDC to win too in Las Vegas that's not an easy environment it's a it's a kind of a similar stadium to SDSU mm-hmm. it gets loud it's going to be a tough place to play undoubtedly yeah those have never been free games those UNLVs, those New Mexicos, and this is the this is the time. This is the time, Jack. Where if you're SDSU, you know what you have to do. You can't be feeling an abundance of confidence after that game against San Jose State. Like you said, they took care of business, but there was no real gain in momentum. It was kind of on the back of Ladie and Saunders a bit. Yeah. And that's that's how these games are going to go sometimes. But in terms of confidence, you would have liked to win that game at home a bit more decisively. You don't want to show that you can bleed to these Utah states because if these games are on home soil and we've been so dominant, you want to maintain that level of dominance. Of course. And the bigger picture now, obviously, for SDSU is going to be the Mountain West Tournament, which is also in Las Vegas, played at UNLV Stadium. So this is a good opportunity to get uh, adjusted to that area. And I honestly have no idea who can win the Mountain West Tournament. It looks like Utah State will probably finish up winning the conference. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to the tournament, I don't really know. Right now, I would say Utah State has the best shot. They just look dominant. But on a neutral court, on a neutral court now. I, I could see that being a lot tougher for Utah State, a lot tougher. Oh, absolutely. Utah State, their remaining two games are San Jose State, who is at the bottom of the Mountain yeah. West, and New Mexico, who is right there on the cusp with Colorado State. And these 
these future games or these next two games over the next what week or so they're going to uh really dictate what the what the championship looks like i i agree with what you said neutral soil definitely adds a different element to this 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 top five in the mountain west we've kind of been referencing a top six in weeks Mm -hmm. past that that top six kind of being in between New Mexico and Colorado State. But now that top five has really separated itself. All of these teams are on win streaks. San Diego State, the shortest win streak uh, alongside Utah State at two games. But you have Nevada, UNLV, Boise State, all really hitting their stride late in the season. These are teams that you have to be concerned about if you're I I don't know, any other team in the Mountain West. And right now you're looking at the Mountain West having an almost most likely six teams in the tournament. Worst case five, but yeah. most likely six, and best case seven. Yeah, and that's that's a deep conference. Um, I don't even know when the last time six teams even made it from the Mountain West. That's pretty rare overall, unless you're in the Big Twelve or Big East or something like that. But it's gonna be it's gonna be very fun to see this Mountain West tournament. I look forward to watching a lot of these games and see how they play out. It, right, it's it's just gonna be competitive. So SDSU has had about a, a week-long break before their, their contest against UNLV. Mm-hmm. So what are you, if you're Brian Dutcher, trying to instill in your team during this break after, after their, their game against SJSU? Uh, don't lose focus. Don't lose focus of the ultimate goal, and that's just to win one game at a time. Um, and then number two, going into UNLV, you got to stop the Boone brothers. The Boone brothers are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, they were very dominant against Creighton. It's it's just one of those teams where it's they can get hot if you allow them to. Yeah, um, they're not a team that's just gonna go out there and and win it easily. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be a gritty team. You can't let them get hot. You have to. You have to limit their opportunities. And I think SDSU is going to be fine at doing that with yep. their defense. Um, when they when UNLV came here, they did that amazingly. There was I didn't even see any questions about it. They looked, SDSU looked like a top-10 team to me when I saw them play UNLV here. So they just need to do that again. they got to limit yep. the Boone brothers. They can't let UNLV get hot. And then they have to keep in mind what the focus is because it can be really easy to focus on March Madness or the March Madness tournament. Yep. And that goes for the March Madness tournament, or I'm sorry, the Mountain West tournament too. Yeah. When you're in that tournament, don't be worried about March Madness necessarily. Absolutely. Because it can be really easy to do that. This game being away, I think, is very important because it gets you that that last look at, hey, what is Las Vegas looking like going into the tournament? Like, if we can get this win away that is a really good way to set the tone for the rest of march and then having our final game on on friday march 8th being at home against boise state a very competitive team i think you know you don't want the easy games at the end you want the games that will really push your team to you know, play how they need to play in these yeah. in these tournaments. You want high level play, and that's what these games are going to get you. A hundred percent. Boise State is going to be a tough one too. Yeah, undoubtedly, they always are tough. Um, but let's get into the SDSU baseball stuff. You want to take us away on that? Yeah. So our our weekend slate was looking really positive at the start, and there's a lot of positives to take out of the weekend. 
and then it kind of slowed up a bit. But we started with wins against Mizzou. We won that game 10-3, to and then we took down Bakersfield 11-6. to Those were two really solid displays of offense, mitigating the problems on, uh, on the mound. Yes. And then it was followed up by losses to Utah and UC Riverside, those losses 5-11 to and 9-13 respectively. And those are obviously less ideal, but... Still, they were putting up runs. Those ones definitely yeah. just boiled down to letting up too much. Were we giving up too many walks? Was it just a bit sloppy on the, the pacing on defense? Could we just not find the bats at the right time? These things happen. But SDSU does fall to 3-5 and five as they look to go on the road against Fresno State. Yeah, and honestly, winning that series kind of in the Tony Gwynn legacy thing, that... That was important. Yeah. Losing to UC Riverside wasn't great. No, that one that That's one the leaves, bad loss. I will say it's great to see them score, though, because that was what their issue was. They they were scoring nothing. They couldn't get a hit. Yeah. It was one guy would get hot, and that was really it. That, that was worrisome. This makes me a little more optimistic about the season, seeing them actually have runs. Yeah. Now you're starting to shift your focus to pitching, though. Yeah, which isn't what you want to do. Let's look a bit at that. In terms of stats, we have four players that have over eight innings pitched. Okay. And the, I guess that's kind of the standard is, yeah. you know, one inning pitched per game played. We've talked about Xavier Cardenas before, and he I had a he had a very solid outing. He's sitting there at a solid 3.6 ERA. We also have Jacob Riordan. He's more of a relief guy. Three, two, four, but he's one of these players that we're going to consistently uh, entrusting him on the mound. It's towards the bottom of those ERA rankings that we're seeing some of the struggle, and that would be in our initial starting pitcher, Chris Canada, sitting at a 7.94 ERA. He started a couple games. He's struggled a little bit with um, the control on the mound, letting up a few too many walks and then just not finding ways to close out these innings again these these things happen it's college baseball it's college pitching i think more importantly it's college hitting these guys are ready to they're they're ready to hack they're ready to swing the bat and we are we're no different we got the bats going a bit too of course i'm i'm Definitely more optimistic about this team. I look forward to seeing what they do now against Fresno State coming yeah. up. That's going to be a tough series. Um, Fresno State's leading the conference in, in baseball right now. So Yeah, they're up there with UNLV. Uh, they're 5-2 and two overall. They've been finding ways to win games, and they're, they're a very solid club. This is the first in-conference series here for SDSU and uh, first in-conference overall for the Mountain West. So it'll be interesting to see how these teams stack up against each other. Obviously, in terms of basketball, it's very competitive. I don't think it should be any different with with baseball. Yeah, of course. And that's just the Aztec culture there. Oh, definitely. Uh, Some breakout performances offensively. We've got Colby Turner. He's hitting 406. He's got an OPS of 1100. He started all eight games. He's definitely the workhorse of the team. 406 is crazy. 
Yeah. I mean, he's he's got a couple three baggers, a couple, yeah, couple triples. That's what you like. Yeah, we Speedy. love to see that. Uh, we got Irvin Weems. I, you know, when I look at stats, I think my my eyes are initially drawn to the triples always because yeah, it, it's an interesting one. It tells a story. It tells a story of are you hitting to the gap and do you have the speed to take advantage of that? So we we've been getting the extra base hits. Uh, Jake Jackson, he's still trying to find find that uh, that energy that he had early in the Rookie, season. Though, so I mean, it's going to be hit or miss, I think. Yeah. So we got uh, we got things to look forward to with this team. The talent is there, and as we've mentioned in earlier episodes, this is a newly coached staff. Oh yeah, and this is a transition period. Is that how they put it? Yeah, I I'd like. Yeah, I'd like to see this team at least play 500 ball with with the new coaching staff. Yeah, and generally here on the point, you know, we want to keep things optimistic in terms of SDSU sports. So there's there's always room for improvement, but I think overall from this weekend slate, I'm impressed by the consistency of offense. You know, putting up 10 and 11 in back-to-back games against yeah, Mizzou and Bakersfield. That's, that's the energy that you want to be bringing to the table. Not to mention how much easier it makes it on your pitchers when you give them that run support. Yeah, it definitely shifts the culture and the perspective that we kind of had from the press conference to mm-hmm. a little bit more optimism. Yeah, and it's hard to kind of talk about these things before the season has started. You don't want to really really give unrealistic expectations of how the team is going to perform when it's very clear that hey you're going to lose some games yeah you're going to go through some growing yeah it's it's baseball that's that's the best way to put it going up against fresno state i'm really excited to see how they can kind of command the team to learn through these three games see if we're just you know going into each one with a fresh mindset or you know we'll see how momentum plays a role in win the series play yeah that matters hey if we can win that series that's that's all you can ask for right who knows fresno state bulldogs that's uh that's going to be this weekend and then that'll do it for 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 uh, aztec baseball yeah let me let me look at the the schedule here coming up because we'll be back at home afterwards. Fresno State going March 1st through the 3rd, that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, back to back to back. And then we're back here playing San Diego at Tony Gwynn Stadium. Perfect. That's, yeah, that, that's a game, you know, you, you got you to gotta show a little San Diego dominance there. Of course, of course. And then UCSD right after that. All these games hosted at Tony Gwynn Stadium. It'll be a long homestand for the boys. So there's a lot of intrigue, a lot of stuff to look forward to there. On the diamond, that's that's the best place in the world to be, if you ask me. But, <laughs> folks, thank you for joining us here on The Point SESU. This is a brief little podcast, talking basketball, talking baseball. Of course. Thoroughly enjoyed it, Jack. Now we'll uh, we'll be watching with great interest yes. the, uh, the, yes. the the future of SDSU basketball and with even more intrigue on SDSU baseball. Let's hope they they find their stride.
And with that being said, I am Nate Tubbs. Again, alongside me is Jack Powers. Yes, sir. Go ahead and follow us at The Point SDSU, Breakpoint, you know, all that good stuff. And we thank you for your continued support of the podcast and of the posts. And we will catch you on the next one. Peace.